Hello, and welcome to Just One Thing. I'm Brad Stearns, here with Lisa Stearns, and we're your hosts on this weekly exploration of simple ways to enhance your relationships, improve your health, manage your stress, and just be happier. Now settle in while we discuss Just One Thing. Good day. Hello. (laughs) And welcome to the next episode of Just Just One One Thing. Thing. Today we are going to talk about the magic that we have in social connections, just uh, relationships with family, with friends, with strangers even, and, and how that magic works and what it can do for you. It can improve your health. It can make you happier. Uh, it can do all kinds of wonderful of things stuff. for you. So we have been looking at a lot of things related to social connection and a course that the two of us have been taking from... Um, Yale University. It's called the Science of Well-Being, yep. and they have featured a lot of studies um, that talk about the power, the magic of social connections. We wanted to highlight a few of those and share them with you, our audience, because we think there's just so much in there that can be so helpful, not just during this time of uh, the COVID pandemic and the turmoil of the election and the turmoil of you know the unrest that we're seeing across our cities, but all the time. Uh, so with that as an introduction... Uh, I know you wanted to highlight a particular study that was uh, described in the course we are taking. I think it was like a train or something like that. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so they did a study. Um, well, I think we, I, we need, let me lay a little more groundwork That's first. That's perfect. Let me okay. lay a little more groundwork first. So um, I think frequently people, everybody knows that social connection is important. However, I think some people, because they are more introverted, think that they want to be alone lots more than they actually do okay that, that is good for them so in the course that we're taking sure. they call that miswanting so you okay. think you want to be alone yeah. well i i know from for example i'm pretty much a solitude kind of person i right. think the more time i'm alone the better right um, right you know so I, I like having my alone time i like to read i like to think i like to contemplate i like to exercise right alone 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 right um so with that said Right. Is that always best for me? <laughs> well, the miswanting comes in understanding where that healthy dose lies. Okay. okay. Where where we are doing the best for ourselves mm-hmm. and where we are actually it's like any it's like anything. It's sure. like craving too much sweets, it's like craving too much ice cream. Okay. Uh, you know, you're craving you think you're craving right. more and more aloneness when the reality of studies across the board show that when we get social interaction, it makes us happier. Okay. And so the particular study that they referenced was they looked at, they they actually wanted to study this exact piece. And what they were looking at was, especially people that are commuting on a train, and that people think, I want this train time, this is like my time to... Like work on these, work. These are, these are not really family members. It's not friends. Right. It's primarily right. strangers. These are, these are strangers you're okay. sitting on a train with. And I think it was done out of Chicago, if okay. I'm not mistaken. And, um, you know, everybody believes that when you when you see people on the train, people mm. have like a book they're reading or they've right. got their computer out or whatever. So they want to do their own thing. What they wanted to know was, are people happier doing their own thing and being left alone? Mm-hmm. Or are they actually happier if they have some social interaction? And so they had control groups and everything that all good social science studies have. What they found across the board was, because they asked people before they went in, how do you feel about being alone? How do you feel about interacting? Um, People felt that 
they didn't want to talk to someone because right. they would be Social imposing. Oh, they opposing. were they were okay. opposing on them. Gotcha. Those people actually did not want right. to talk to anybody because they were working or whatever. Right. Right. Um, so they didn't engage. So they asked people to engage. That was that was the thing. Can you just engage with people? Mm-hmm. And then after they engaged, they asked people, "Did you feel?" Happy? Are, are you happier when you right, came off right, the train right. than when you went on the train? Uh-huh. It's basically the course of the, the, the course of the study, um, and then they also asked the people who looked like they wanted to be right, left right. alone, "Were you happier when you sure. came off the train sure. versus when you went off the train?" Across the board, everybody was happier that had social interaction. Interesting. Okay. Across the board, happier with social interaction. Sure. Okay. So I think um, as we have learned over and over and over again with both of these courses yeah. that we are studying right now. With the interaction, and it doesn't have to be this. What the study shows is that it doesn't have to be deep, deep meaningful, meaningful conversation. Well, and, and as you were talking about this study, you know, you're worried about imposing on other people. They've done other studies that have sort of looked, talked to the people that were quote imposed upon. Well, right, and they're and, happy, and they're happier exactly. too. Just because somebody was right. talking to you, right? And I know, you know, for me, the power of that, like I just said before, I'm a pretty, I enjoy my solitude. The thought of solitary confinement does not scare me. Right. Living alone in the woods doesn't scare me because I'm, I'm happy with my thoughts. Yet, every time I talk to somebody, oh my I gosh, am yes. so much happier. Yes. So I have made it a habit of mine that I, I smile and I say hi. Right. To, re- literally. Everybody. Every single person exactly. I pass on the street when I'm walking or taking a run or something like that. And, you know. More often than not, it ends up being a short conversation, right. sometimes a long conversation, and I feel immediately and a I'll lift, think. a lift in my mood just from that exchange. Yes. It doesn't have to be jokes or funny or no, anything. It's just no. the social interaction just lifts your mood, and that's, that. I mean, that's magic. Oh, it absolutely and, is, and, it and really it's so is. easy. Yeah, and it, it, like you it say, is. it doesn't have to be, we're not talking about getting down and dirty with somebody. We're talking no. about making eye contact and smiling yeah. and say, have a nice day. Yeah, and, and I... Something as simple as that will actually change your overall and, happiness level. And levels. even a brief exchange of a sentence or two with like somebody at a checkout. Yes. You know, or a waiter or something. Yeah. You know, like, oh, that's a really pretty dress or on right. you have today. Or, oh, I like your lapel pin. Where did right. you get that? What does right. that mean? Just Whatever. something to start, just a brief exchange. I mean, you will feel an immediate uplift. Yes. It just yes. changes your whole demeanor and it actually, to me, changes your attitude about people, people. and everything. You well, find, that's the other like study. It makes that they you feel at. like this is a, the world is a friendly place, right? And people right. are like me, and they support me, and that, that right. kind of thing. Right, so. right, and and that does give you that overall feeling of community, of belonging, right. of um, that connection that sure. so so many times people feel like they've really don't have, um, especially at this time when we're either being told to stay in. Or, so talk to me a little bit about that, you know, because right now. So many times your social interactions are at restaurants. Right. Or for me, I was the mayor of the gym. Right. You know, anybody that came into the gym that was there more than once or twice, I would introduce myself. I'd get into conversation with people. I'd ask questions. I'd understand where they came from, their background, their job. I would introduce them to everybody else. And they're like, oh, you're a realtor? Like Joe's a realtor. Or you're a policeman? That guy's a policeman. Or that gal's a policeman. And, uh, you know, I just got a big charge out of that. I came back energized. Even though I was exhausted from working out, right. I came back from the gym energized. And now, although the gym is open, I'm still not right. comfortable going right. back. And so that that huge uplifting experience in my life is absent right. to me. Right. So talk a little bit about what we can do You know, when I think we're still in an age of caution related to the coronavirus. You really don't go out to you know big events, bars. I don't go to the gym, et cetera. What can we do to sort of maintain or even build and create new social connections. 
Well, I think the ease of that is uh-huh. is the same as it always has been. So, okay. if you take a walk, you know, if you got a dog and you're taking a walk, the, smile at the, the walk, person the that walk walks. Is a great time. The walk well, is a great time. It's hard to smile with a mask on, but you can. But still... you smile with your eyes, right, and if exactly. and if you're like we walk in the middle of the road while right. people are walking on the sidewalk, so there's enough distance we don't wear masks right. because we've got at least ten feet between us. Um, but but you know, even if you've got a mask on, you can say hi. Sure. You can smile. You can make that eye contact, and you can say hi. Another thing that um, I love to do, it's, it's uh, to me, it, it's just uplifting, um, is just think of somebody that you appreciate. Oh, okay. And you can send them a, a, a handwritten note is right. the best way, um, but you can send them a, a brief email just saying, I, I was thinking of you this morning. I've been doing a lot of texting, just trying yes. to keep in touch with people. Right. You know, it's not the same, I think, as the, no. as the face-to-face, but just... You know, an exchange back and forth of like, right. how are you doing? You know, we had a hard day yesterday. How was your day? How was your day, right. et cetera. It, hel- it helps a lot. Yes. Yes, it does. And, of course, there's uh, there's all the virtual, you know, Zoom and FaceTime and all that kind of stuff that, that I think we're using uh, in business so much that it kind of becomes exhausting for me anyway. Mm-hmm. But I think if you, if you need that face interaction, right. um, you know... Put five people on your list and try to reach one a day just sure. just to say, hey, you know, connecting up, saying hi, yeah, how, checking in, how you doing, or one a week. You know, I mean, don't make it some insurmountable goal sure, sure. Uh, because so many of us are so tired of being on Zoom and that kind of stuff. But you can still go ahead and, right. you know, connect with somebody for, yeah. for just, just say, hey, I'd just like to say hi. One of the things that, uh, although it's not like a how-to, one of the things that, uh, you know, was, struck me as you were talking about the study of the people on the train is... You know, they've been following a cohort of Harvard students from like, I guess they were freshmen, like, I mean, literally 50 or uh, 60, yeah, a long time ago. maybe even 70 years ago. I think these people, a lot of them are like, you know, end of a long life. Right. Uh, and they've done a lot of studies with these people on, on health, happiness, success, and they're, they're trying to figure out attributes of this and that. And overwhelmingly now, when they, they ask the people, you know, do, do you feel that you are happy? satisfied with your life? Do you feel that you are a success? The common denominator is not the people that reached, you know, social or political power. Right. It's not the, th- the people that became rich, not the people that came, became famous. The most common denominator of people who felt that they had a good, satisfying, happy life is how rich their social connections yes. were. How rich you know, their how many relationships right. they had right. and the quality of those relationships. Right. Right. And so that if there's any secret, it's that social connection yes. to having yes. a good life. Yes. And I think um, you know, for those of us that are introverts, and I include myself in that circle, um, it, it, we frequently think, well, it, there has to be lots. Mm-hmm. You know, I, yeah, I, I have. Right. If, if I talk about a community or social connection, mm-hmm. I'm uh, that means because I look at other people, and right. other people seem like they know everybody. So that's why they're happy because they know everybody. Right. Well, if you have three, two, even uh-huh. really oh, rich yeah. relationships, Absolutely. that's enough. Yep. You don't need twenty. In fact, I'm, I question if anybody uh-huh. can have twenty rich relationships. But you know, if you've got a very good sure. friend and then maybe one or two kind of next circle friends, uh-huh. that's plenty to have that feeling of community if you are making the effort sure. to oh, smile, absolutely. to greet people, to be pleasant, to be kind, and make that social connection right, right. just by just by reaching out and saying yeah. hi. And I think this is an area because I think I think almost everybody feels some social awkwardness oh absolutely you know, they, even people who are extroverted there there still is a i'll call it a stage fright uh-huh. about initiating conversation right. the right. first time with anybody um but it is something that i think this is where purposeful practice oh yes is so powerful yes. because Very you know definitely. in my in my 
teens, early 20s, I would consider myself sort of an aloof, standoffish right, right. person. I think our first conversation, <laughs> when we when met, consisted you, of one word. you asked me something, and, I, and my answer was, yup, yep. and I didn't, I didn't follow up with anything. I kind of just walked away. So that was where I started from. And I know in the last 10 to 20 years, I, I, I started with just, I'm going to just say hi right. to everybody. I just, as I'm walking, I'm going to make eye contact. I'm going to say hi. Did they say hi back? It didn't matter. It doesn't matter. make any difference. I mean, no. but you'll find most people do. Yes. Um, and then it, it, you just, the more practice you get at just saying hi to everybody, then it becomes easier to say, right. well, how, you know, it's a really, cool, day? It's a really cool day. It's really pretty or out. how you like this rain, you know? Right. And then you become more skilled at noticing things and initiating conversations and extending conversations. And you can become everybody's friend. Right, right. And, and it's just something that you just keep building on. And the more you do it, the more comfortable you, yes. you get with it. And I will say, you literally can extinguish social awkwardness. Uh -huh. Oh, I think, sure. I think it I, pretty, I, I much, believe, yes, pretty much I for agree. anybody I with agree. that practice and repetition and, and sort of doing it all the time. Right, right. Well, you have to make it so that it's it, it's not uncomfortable anymore. Right. And, that, right. and that's just with that just one thing. You know, yeah. it really is and, that and, just and one thing. it's a cumulative practice. Right. Don't, don't think it's going to happen overnight. Oh my gosh, no. Okay. Don't, think it, don't think it's going to happen in one year. Right. You know, it, right. it is something that is a lifetime of practice, but it, it's something that is so powerful. Like I said before, it's magic. The yes. social connections yes. are magic in what it can do for, yes. your, for your mood and the quality of your life. Well, and in talking about that, I would say if, if you are extremely introverted or extremely uncomfortable... Um, or feel very socially awkward, the goal in your mind should be to say hi to everybody, not to be socially comfortable. Right, right. Because socially comfortable, that's, that's going to take a long, a long time. That will feel like that's never going to happen. No, and it won't right and, away. Right. It, and, will, and, it will feel awkward for a long, long oh time. Oh, my gosh, yes. Like just saying hi. Hi. And, and, and like even start small. Don't even, You don't even have to say hi to everybody. Right. Just make sure you're going to – I'm going to say hi to one stranger today. Perfect. Or one stranger this week. You know, make it a goal that you say, you know what? That's um, a little bit out of my comfort zone, but I, I could handle that. I could that. do that. Yep. And just start and you just build and just repeat that. And and, and you can have a social network created pretty much anywhere. Yeah. Well, and I think this is the perfect time if you're if you're in an area like we are yeah. where it's, it's at all suburban right? Um, without being overly crowded like mm -hmm. a city. Everybody is out walking right now. Well, so. yeah, I, I have met so many people. Oh my gosh! Not 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 just our street, but our extended neighborhood. Yes, because I'm running, walking, biking every day. And, and so many people are out. And that other people used are to be. out, right? I, so you know, I would smile and say hi, you know, a dozen times before right. I would like actually say a sentence or ask right. a question. And right. but now I'm like meeting. Months. I'm right. meeting people like you know that live a half a mile away or whatever. Right. And it's it's kind of neat. Yes. But now we have this extended neighborhood of like I know way more. Yes. Neighbors than I ever did before. Right, right. And now they're greeting you with a smile exactly. versus you being the one exactly. to send the smile yeah. first. And it's, so it's, it's an awesome feeling. It really is. It really is. And it does make you, it gives you that feeling of belonging, which is, you know, feels so important right. when people discuss their happiness levels. Exactly. So with that said, we're at the end of our time today. If you would look for some health and fitness coaching, look for me at bradsterns.com. We didn't say the one thing. Well, I, I did just start You're, with saying hi to Saying somebody. hi? Okay. Just say hi. Just say hi. hi let's, let's make both of our just one things. Just say hi. Just say hi. Okay. And um, I'm going to put another plug in for our sort of pivot where we're going to um, Mindful Living Today is our, is our moniker. Our website will be up soon. And when it is, I'll actually give you the website. And we might start to do some uh, additional branding related to that. But we really are 
really honing in on using the practice of mindfulness to enhance everything that you do. Yes. Health, fitness, relationships, uh, happiness, stress management, all of those things. Yep. Because we realized that we were teaching mindfulness all along anyhow. Right. And so we're really going to focus on that. So. And you can find me at lisasterns.com. Until next time, this has been Just, Just One, One Thing. Thing.